A young Jewish boy awoke one morning, said Moida'ani, and washed Negelwasser. His father, who was the Rebbe, came in and asked him if he had dreamed anything in the night. The boy thought for a minute, and then began to tremble with fear, and answered that he had dreamed that several holy men had visited him, and that one of them had told him some words of Taira and a story. He described the men, and his father, the Rebbe, said, The one who spoke to you was the holy Balshemtaiv. What did he say? The boy replied that the words of Taira that the Balshemtaiv had shared came from Perke Avois. The Balshemtaiv said, It is written in Perke Avois, Who is strong? The one who conquers their selfish inclinations. It does not say who breaks their selfish inclinations, but rather who conquers. True strength lies in conquering and transforming your selfish drives, not breaking them, in order to use them to serve Hashem as well. Very good, said the Rebbe. And what about the story that the Baal Shem Tov told you? Do you remember that as well? Yes, father, said the boy. This is what the Baal Shem Tov told me. When I was a young man of twenty, soon after being accepted as one of the Tzadikim Nistorim, one of the hidden Tzadikim, several of us came to the city of Brod. It was there in Brod that I saw an amazing thing. I was standing in the marketplace, speaking to a large group of local Jews, when I noticed from the corner of my eye an older man walking across the marketplace in the distance, bent under the burden of a large sack he was carrying on his shoulder. His face was covered with sweat and there was nothing unusual about him except for the fact that over his head floated a brilliant pillar of spiritual fire. Obviously, none of the other townspeople could see it. A few of them even made fun of him in a good-natured way and shouted, Hey, Herschel Tzig! And, Carry, Herschel! Carry like a Tzig! A tzig is Yiddish for a goat. And he called back with a smile, Thank you, thank you. Hashem should bless you. I could not believe my eyes, said the holy Baal Shem Tov. I asked two of the elder tzaddikim who were with me, Rabbi Yechezkel and Rabbi Ephraim. They too saw the pillar of fire, but they also couldn't explain it. To all appearances, this Herschel was just a simple old Jew trying to make a living by carrying packages for people from place to place. What would connect him to such a great revelation of godliness? For several days I observed him and tried to understand the reason for this holy fire, but I still had no idea. People in town told me that his wife had passed away ten years ago. He earned a living carrying things in the market and being a handyman.
and as far as everyone knew, he used all of his money to feed a few goats that he had, because he loved goat milk. This is how he earned the name Herschel the Tzig, Herschel the Goat. So I decided to fast the first three days of each week, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, only drinking water at night, until I understood what this man did that was so pleasing to Hashem that he should merit to have this pillar of fire floating over his head. I had just finished the first three days, and I was leaving Shoal when, by Hashgacha Pratis, there was Herschel walking down the street. He had a big smile on his face as I approached. I told him that I was very weak from having fasted, and I asked him if he could give me something to eat. Of course, of course, he said joyously. Please, just follow me to my home. I'm so happy to help you. We walked for about an hour until we came to an old run-down hut near the woods. Nothing seemed unusual until he opened the door and in we went. Suddenly, four or five goats jumped from all corners of the hut at Herschel. They lovingly licked his hands and jumped for joy about him. I had never seen such a thing. Herschel petted the goats and calmed them down and told me to sit. He took out a large metal bucket, milked one of the goats, and poured me a cup of delicious, fresh goat's milk to drink. Here, nothing's more healthy than goat's milk, he said with satisfaction. He then handed me a second cup. When I offered him money, he refused. Chasvashalom. Money? No, no money. It's my pleasure. I'm the one that benefits. I should take money too? I'd rather keep the mitzvah, he said, with a smile on his face. Then he looked at me with a serious expression and said, I want to tell you a true story. You have no idea how happy I am that you're here. Please listen to me. He sat down opposite me, and he waited a few moments to collect his thoughts, and then he began. My wife, Aleha Shalom, said Herschel, was a tzaddikis, a truly righteous woman, always helping people. Anytime anyone lacked anything, she was there, doing everything she could to help. She collected money for poor people. She cared for people when they were sick. Everything she did was for others. Shortly after she passed away, after the seven days of Shiva, she appeared to me in a dream. She told me that after she passed away, instead of going through the painful and frightening purification processes that some people need to go through, she was received warmly by the souls of all of the people that she had helped, and she was led directly by them to a very high place in Shemayim. She told me that nothing is more precious in Shemayim than loving each other and helping each other in times of need, and she begged me to also begin a life of tzedakah and chesed. 
and that's why I bought these goats. I give free milk to whoever needs it, and it has done wonders for people, simply wonders, and I am so happy to help. Since then, my wife never appeared to me again. It's been ten years, but today, just before I woke up, she did. She told me that today I would meet a holy man and he would change my life. And I'm sure she was talking about you. Please stay with me for a few days and teach me Taira. I stayed with Herschel, said the Baal Shem Tov, for several days, and I watched the way he lovingly cared for his goats and how he gave their milk to dozens of people that needed it. Everything done with a simple, infectious joy and no trace of self-interest. On the other hand, he was not learned in the ways of Taita and could not even read properly. I discussed it with the other tzaddikim nistarim, the other hidden tzaddikim, and we decided to take him under our wing to teach him Taita. For three years, we taught him the most basic svarim. And then one day, his mind simply opened. He suddenly understood and remembered everything we had taught him, even the most difficult concepts in Gemara and Kabbalah, but he never lost his simplicity. After five more years, he became a great hidden tzaddik and a mystic in his own right, and he moved to the city of Osteropol. There, for the next ten years, he helped and even saved the lives of hundreds of Jews with his davening and his brachas. But, as fate would have it, said the Baal Shem Taif, Herschel passed away one cold, rainy day. The Chevra Kaddish of Ostropol provided a minion to escort him to his final resting place, but otherwise they treated him like a simple, poor person. This was not well received in Shemayim. After all, Herschel was a tzaddik and helped thousands of people and deserved much more honorable treatment. So a decree was passed in Shemayim that the city of Osteropol should suffer misfortunes because of their mistreatment of Herschel the tzaddik. I and many others tried to be nisbatl this gezeira, we tried to nullify this decree, said the Baal Shem Tov, but we couldn't. It seems that to disgrace the honor of a tzaddik, even though they themselves do not care about their own honor, is no small matter. Suddenly, the neshama of Herschel's wife appeared before the Bezdin Shalmaila. All of the angels that were accusing the city of Osteropol fell silent while she spoke. How could it be, she said, that the entire city of Osteropol would be punished because of her husband? Her husband had devoted his life to helping people. The greatest possible disgrace that could be done to him would not be to treat him like a pauper, but to cause anyone no less an entire city, to suffer on his account. She demanded that the punishment be annulled. 
after a short deliberation, concluded the Baal Shem Tov, her demands were met, and the city of Osteropol was spared in the merit of Herschel Tzig, Herschel Goat's good deeds and loving kindness. 